Hey, 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 what's up, what's up, what's up? It's your girl, Leah M. Forney, back with another episode of Hey Queen Thrive Season 3, y'all. Hope all is well. Listen, is it just me, or is, like, 2023 literally, like, a wrap? <laughs> like, I swear, I can't believe we're already in the month of September, y'all. Like, time has freaking flown by. Like, what the hell? Like, for real, for real. But anyway... Listen, I hope y'all have been having an amazing 2023. I hope y'all have been hitting your goals and out here crushing them. You know, I I must say 2023 thus far owes me nothing. (laughs) It has truly been an amazing, amazing, amazing year. Um, It started off a little rocky, you know, started off a little rocky because I had, um, had to deal with my uncle passing away early part of the year. Um, And then I had hit. 36. Yes, your, your host is only 36 years old. So I celebrated another birthday the top of the year. So it started off a little crazy. And, you know, I kind of was like, ah, shit, 23, don't, don't, 2023, don't come up in here acting real 2020, 2021, 2022 ish. You know what I mean? Like, don't come up in here with that bullshit. But nevertheless, it, it has been an amazing amazing, amazing year. So I cannot complain. God has been good. He's been faithful. He's opened so many doors that no man can shut. And I'm just grateful. Like I'm grateful to be here. So listen, y'all, y'all are in for a treat because this episode's guest. So let me just tell y'all how funny this is, right? So me and this woman have been connected on Facebook for probably like a good year, right? Never had a conversation, no nothing. And then I was on TikTok and her TikTok videos kept coming up in my in my for you page, right? So I kept seeing her and I'm like, her information and stuff that she was putting out about messaging was so good, right? And I'm sitting here like, why does this name look familiar? Like, why does this person look familiar? Like what, like why, right? This is literally what I'm saying to myself. And then I go on my Facebook, y'all, and I realized that the same chick on TikTok is the same chick that I was connected to on Facebook for a year. Like, I was so blown away. Like, I was like, that is funny. That is so funny. So, listen, I'm excited because I reached out to her, and I was like, I got to get you on my podcast. Please let me know that you would do my podcast or whatever. And she said yes. Um, and she and and she has such an amazing, amazing um, program. I actually did her five-day challenge about marketing your message that was very, very, very helpful for me and my business. And so I had to get her on. I had to bring the queen over to Hey Queen Thrive, the marketing guru herself over to Hey Queen Thrive. And so I got the one, the only, the incomparable Nyla Thrope coming through the Hey Queen Thrive this episode. And listen, we had an amazing conversation about her formula to getting paid by marketing your messages She literally has a three-step system that is going to help you monetize your story and your skills, y'all. Like, when I tell you, I had to listen to, re-listen to this episode for myself and take some notes because sis came with the fire and she dropped some gems and it was an incredible, incredible, incredible conversation. So listen, y'all tune in, get these gems, take down these notes. Grab, make sure you listen, make sure you have your favorite pen, your favorite notepad, your favorite drink, all that good stuff. Get comfortable because when I tell you Nala came through, she came through. Okay. So listen, y'all make sure y'all get these gems and you already know I'll be back with what? 
Thriving Nuggets. Stay tuned. Hey, 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 what's up, my beautiful Hey Queen Thrive family? Listen, y'all are in for a treat, y'all. Let me just tell you something real quick about this queen that I got tonight. First of all, we were like connected on Facebook and then I followed her on TikTok, but then put two and two together. Funny, right? Like I was like, wait, I think that's the same person, but she's incredible at what she does. I got Niala Thorpe in the Hey Queen Thrive building. How are you, beautiful? I am good. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Listen, I'm super excited that you said yes. So you got to tell the people a little bit about you. Okay. Well, what I love people to know about me the most is that I am a woman of God. Yes. Um, I've been an entrepreneur for 20 years. Um, and so I just feel like I live, I breathe entrepreneurship. I believe that entrepreneurship is the vehicle to create change in the world. Um, and that's all I'm about. I love that. <laughs> that is all I'm that. about. Yeah. I love that because listen, one thing I learned in 2022, which it, it was shocking, but not shocking was that God, Jesus was the first entrepreneur, if you really think about it. Mm. <laughs> like, so it, it, if you're if you're one of his kids, you you most likely have it. From it's in the mom. blood, it's, it's in the in, blood. Exactly. So listen, <laughs> I have this question I ask all my guests, and that is, in your opinion, what does it mean to be a queen that's thriving? Um, I feel that it would be being your most authentic self. Mm, yeah you know, without fear or worry of what people think, just knowing that you have a divine purpose Yes, and walking boldly and courageously in that. Yes. Yes. I love all of that. Definitely be your authentic self. And I, I love that you say not only discovering and having that divine purpose, but walking boldly and courageously in it. Because like, you know, sometimes you'd be like, oh, Lord, do I really? Should I really? But it's something about knowing like, all right, God, this is what you called me to do. I don't know yeah. how this going to play itself out. <laughs> but we but I'm walking into steps. it. Yeah. Yes. I love it. I love it. So look, season three, God has been telling me to have this conversation about purpose. So talk to us about what was your journey like to really discover what God has called you to do? It was... It is because I feel like we are discovering more and more every day yeah. what that path is for us. Um, it was long. Ugh. It was long. Yeah. And the word purpose for me hits home because the reality is that I never knew what my purpose was. Mm. I heard everybody talking about find your purpose, know your why, find your this. And I'm like, what? I don't know what that is. But what I did do was act on all my feelings. Mm. So, you know, when I stepped into entrepreneurship, first of all, I'm a fourth generation business owner. So I should first say that, right? That I'm blessed because I grew up in a family of business owners and I watched my mom run her business, you know, as I was growing up. So it was already in me that yeah. I was going to be a business owner, right? Um, but I didn't know what type of business. I didn't know what purpose the business would serve. I didn't yeah. know any of that. I just went with 
the feeling, you know? And so I was a single mom. I needed to make extra money. I knew that, you know, my mother always told me as long as you knew know that you can do something with your hands, you know, as mm. long as you do something with your hands, you can make some money. So when I got laid off with my last job, I was like, this is going to be the last time. That's it. It's time for me to really step into entrepreneurship full time. And I went into, you know, doing hair in my house. Mm. I didn't know that was going to lead me to opening my salon. I didn't know that someone was going to throw a rock in the front of my, of my shop. I didn't know that that wow. accident was going to be the beginning of my financial uh, downfall. Mm. I didn't know that I was going to end up with my salon closed 18 months later. And I didn't know that this same story was going to be the story that catapulted me into helping other women share their stories and grow their businesses. I don't, you know, the, the answer to that is the purpose found me. I didn't wow. find the purpose. Mm. Do you understand what I'm saying? The yes. I, 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 I obeyed, mm -hmm. took action, and the purpose found me. Yeah. And how did I know it was my purpose? I'm going to tell you. It felt good. Yeah. I, I did it even when I wasn't making money. Mm -hmm. I helped women. I coached them. I felt good about it. I slept yeah. good at night. You know what I mean? Yeah. Versus like when I was in my hair salon, I complained every night because mm. I was on my feet for 12 hours sometimes braiding people here. I was getting cramps. I was and still not making enough money. And it didn't feel like this is what it was supposed to be. It was making money, but it didn't feel right. So again, the purpose found me, but how I realized that it was my purpose was how I felt when yeah oh that's so good that is good the purpose found you and I feel like honestly I feel like that's God's way of just helping us to really tap into who we really are at the core of us because like I was yeah. telling my coach the other day I had this epiphany that God had been preparing me for media long before I knew I was in, in media because he really started to bring back like different moments in my life. Like, remember when I had you working behind the scenes of that stage play? Remember I had you in the media room at your church? And I was sitting there like, it's oh, okay. This is how I ended. Because I just thought one day I just woke up like, hey, I'm you know, media. Sounds yeah. interesting. Yeah, <laughs> it's the same thing I say. I say that all the time. I grew up, you know, always being in the principal office, but talking too much. That was the biggest thing that was always on my report card. Mm -hmm. And then even when I, you know, went, I followed the wrong road and I went down the wrong path and I ended up being placed in a group home at 14 years old. And even then I, you know, started writing skits where wow. we would act when the families would come on the campus. And, you know, I was a leader. I was yeah. just a leader. And I, again, when you say that, it, you know, I didn't even think of it until you said what you just said, you know, which is, wow, you know, I was being prepared for this all along, even all when along. we were like in vacation Bible school in front of the <laughs> congregation saying, you know, uh, 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 different Bible verses. Yeah. It was helping me to be on stage. It was because God knew that my purpose was going to be sharing my story, sharing my experiences yeah. and empowering other people. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. He, he, it's like, I always think about, I think it was TD Jakes that said it, nothing you've been through will be wasted. And he shows us that 
Like he'll remind you like, oh, I was setting you up a long time ago. You think you just discovered mm-hmm. this, but I had these plans a long time ago. So, oh, that was so good. So listen, I got to ask you because you have this company, you have mm-hmm. this thing called Market Your Message. Yes. Talk to us about the inspiration behind that. <laughs> you know, first, well, I think where I need to start with this one is, you know, I feel like I always had a way with words. Mm-hmm. I was always told that I had a way with words. And so when I lost my hair salon, you know, I went through depression. I went through feeling like a failure, feeling like, oh, here we go again. I got to start borrowing money, you know, to pay my bills yeah. and just feeling down on myself. And I remember one day I was in, it was late at night, could have been about maybe two in the morning. Um, I was in my living room and I was on YouTube surfing, like, you know, like we do. And I saw this beautiful woman. The mm. headline of the video said from, uh, no, teen moms mm. on welfare turned millionaire. Wow. And I was a teen mom wow. on welfare, right? So that was my, that was a part of my story. So it spoke to me. So I opened up the, the YouTube and I'm looking at her. She's in, she lives in DC. She's sitting in her living room. She's looking good, you know? And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm listening to her. And she's talking about how she used to mop floors when she was pregnant and all the things that she did. And she was inspiring me, you know? And I remember tears start falling down my eyes that night. She was like, you have the power to change your situation. You, she was just speaking to me. And so uh, the next day, I changed the name of my Instagram because at that time, my Instagram was Complete Transformations, the name of my hair salon. So I changed it and I turned it to my name, Yala Thorpe. And I said, I'm going to just start sharing my story. Mm. And I started sharing my story of all the lessons I learned, how I lost the salon, this, you know, all the things. And my audience starts growing. Wow. You know, like people started saying they resonated with my story. Mind you, still not making no money. Still don't know nothing about, you know, coaching and all the things that I do now. But just sharing myself, just sharing my message. Mm -hmm. And that is what led me, you know, into this world, into the idea of marketing. Um, uh, Marketing was something that I did in school before, as well as just from being in business all along, you know? So I stumbled into Market Your Message. I just shared my experiences and my experiences took me through, which Mm -hmm. is one of the reasons why I truly believe that our experiences is what shapes, you know, our business, our mission, everything, you know, everything that we've accomplished, achieved, overcome, all of it is what shapes. And that's what happened to me for Market Your Message. I love that. I absolutely love that. And I feel like those are, I call those love letters from God's when you have those moments where you're like, okay, God, that just came out of nowhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yep. what's the odds <laughs> of me stumbling across this YouTube right now? Like, right? you know, it's almost like that's his little love letter. Like, I see you, I hear you. Now listen, this is what mm-hmm. I need you to do. So, and of course it had like different you know, variations of market your message, you know, like I think I started off with a Slayer brand. That was when Beyonce had came out with all her, you know, I slay, I slay, Mm -hmm. you know, so there were different variations of market your message that came about over the years. Um, But when market your message was the words was sent to me, um, it actually came from the idea that we are master messengers. Mm. All right. 
that we are master messengers, right? So like God has his disciples, Mm -hmm. then he has his master messengers and they're out there and they're sharing their message of hope and resilience and, you know, all the things, right? And it just came from that for me. Um, I can't tell, no one gave it to me. I just, it's the words just came. And then I went on Google and I'm like, what could your message doing a little search, mm-hmm. uh, ch- checking a little trademark, you know? Yeah. And um, it grew from there. Wow. Oh, I just got chills. Like that is so <laughs> good. Okay. God, I hear you talking. Like, thank you for the download. <laughs> so I want to know why, cause you work with coaches and service providers. Like yes. why them out of every other type of audience? Why did you say I want to help women coaches and service providers. Well, two reasons. Um, the, I'm going to start with one, which is what I teach, um, which I just mentioned. Um, you know, confidence comes from teaching through your experience, okay? Mm-hmm. And so my experience is that I was always a service provider. So from the time I was 18 years old, started, you know, my first side business, it was always doing something of service, whether it was mm-hmm. doing taxes, whether it was doing hair, you know, like I said, it, I was always a service provider. And yeah. so I, tr- I myself was a service provider that transitioned from doing something with my hands to selling what I know, no. doing something with my head, right? Yeah. And so that, it, you know, the first reason is because it is my story. That is my experience. And so what, who better to speak to than me, right? Yeah. Um, but then the second thing is coaches and, you know, we are the ones that is creating change. Again, I mentioned this, right? Yeah. And so, you know, I'm just thinking about like Leah, you know, being this podcaster that has this amazing podcast. I think you just hit 5,000 downloads or something like that. Awesome. Okay. And so I get to meet with Leah, but Leah has 5,000 people um, downloading. I just got to help 5,000 people. I just got to serve 5,000 people because of Leah. And so one can be many, right? We say it starts with one, but one can be turned into many. And that's why I love servicing you know coaches because they're the ones that's really servicing everyone else yeah I love that I absolutely love that because I think a lot of times too we think that and I've been guilty of it we try to limit ourselves like because you were so good with your hands you're like all right well I'll just stay there like I I always tell people the story about my pivoting out of book writing coaching like I was so used to writing books and then God kept sending people to me that's like there's more to you than just writing books. Like I need you to tap yeah. into the other versions of you. And I'm like, well, all right, let's just, let's go on a self-exploring to figure this out. <laughs> Hence right. how Hey Queen Thrive was born because I, I knew nothing about podcasts. I was like, when God said podcast, I was like, first of all, who's creating it? Second of all, <laughs> I don't know nobody to teach this. And he was like, teach yourself. And I was like, well, all right. So here we are. Here we are. But I love that. I absolutely love that. So I got to ask because you are huge and you've talked, we've mentioned storytelling several times in this conversation. Yeah. Why is that so important? Well, stories are memorable. Yeah. Stories are inspiring. You know, I speak all over and there's a little, you know, I'm giving, giving away my secrets. There's this little, <laughs> you know, exercise that I do whenever I get on stage and I would put up, you know, two pictures on this, on, on the screen 
and it would be a picture of the Cosby show host. Uh, I'm sorry, not the host, the cast. Mm -hmm. And then A Different World, which were two of my favorite shows growing up. And I would put them on the screen and I would say, hey, um, before, well, before I put it on the screen, I would say, tell me what's one math equation you learned in high school. Mm. And all you hear is crickets in the room. Everybody's like, <laughs> and then I put it on the screen and I'm like, who tell me who's the name of some of these people? And all you see is Theo, Rudy. Yeah. They remember because mm. stories are memorable. Mm. Stories are inspirational. We see ourselves in stories. Yeah. Stories are the best ways to shift perspectives, get people on your side. Okay. Don't act like y'all don't know when I, you know, as women, right. As yeah. women, let's say that, you know, there's this restaurant you went to, it was so good, but you have a friend who don't really like trying new food, but you really want her to go to that restaurant with you. You know, when you come in, you come in with the story girl yeah. so went to the restaurant last week and yeah. we doing this and it was this, it was amazing, you know, and you come with the story. Why? Because it is one of the best ways to get people to understand your points of view. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. and then remember, what did I say? I teach from experience. And so what, what was my story? Mm -hmm. I lost my salon. I started sharing my story on Instagram. From there, I grew a hundred thousand followers running seven different pages. This was way back when, and, <laughs> you know, and you know, it birthed my business. Right. Um, and it started with me sharing my story. So, um, not only has it been scientifically proven, but I have also proven it in my experience that stories connect you with those you are aligned to serve. Yeah, I love that. I absolutely love that. And it goes to show like one of the things that I've been saying lately is I, I was my first client before I had clients, right? Mm, so, so I always tell people what I can teach you is a proven framework because I walk through it. Right. it's my experience so I can teach you certain things because I've lived it so you're right and I think it is the stories that help your potential clients see themselves and see where they can be right okay. I always tell people like people have always asked me Lee why do you always tell the story about being addicted to drugs and being a daughter to addicts and, and I'm like because what I want you to understand is how you start is not how you finish that's right like the woman y'all see today she was that little girl that was battling with drugs in her system. Like, so I, I absolutely agree with you. People want to know that before they purchase anything, they just want to know that you're relatable. And I think yeah. stories help you to determine that. Yeah. And I always, one of my sayings is, you know, be it, you know, when you're in business, it's less about getting people to buy from you, but more mm -hmm. about getting people to buy into you. You know, like mm. your vision, your mission, what you value. And all of that is what you share when you share your story. You know, um, even like you, this story of resilience, you know, people fall in love and they're inspired by your resilience. And yeah. then it allows them to see that, wow, if she could do it, I could I do it do too. It. And it's not corny. If it was, and I'm going to say that it's not corny. It's not overdone. Right. Because if it was, then we wouldn't have millionaires. Out right. there. We wouldn't have president storytelling. We wouldn't have a movie, you know, Oscars and yeah. uh, businesses that 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 puts all their money behind storytelling if it wasn't powerful. Yeah. 
That's true. That is so true. Oh, I love it. So look, we got to get into this because I got to ask. Uh-huh. You had this three-step process <laughs> yes. about monetizing your story and your skills. Talk to us about this process. Yes. So, you know, for me, it's first of all, it's my market, your message framework. Um, it's actually nine steps, but it's three different freight phases. And I like to talk about it through the phases, you know? So, you know, the first thing to monetizing your story and your skills is to first structure your business for profit. Um, And so the first phase is really the structure. It's the message. It's the story. It's getting clear on who you serve. It's mapping out a, a process, a unique process that can help your clients. It's you mapping out an offer, right? Um, and getting those structural pieces of your business together, right? Because yeah. sometimes, you know, we get these ideas and we learn marketing and we're like, oh, I can go on TikTok or I can go on Facebook and I'm going to just start putting something out. But then it's like, oh, I'm going live every day, but I don't have nowhere to send people up because <laughs> yeah. you didn't do the groundwork first. You didn't lay down the foundation and that's the structure, right? And then it's the strategy, right? Yeah. So knowing what's the strategy for you. And I know that, you know, this is a podcast. You are listening to so many experts, so many women coming and teaching. There are so many strategies to monetizing your skill set. Yeah. So I try, I like the idea of borrowing other people's audiences, collabor- collabing with other women, speaking, podcast, interviewing. That is, those are my favorite ways to you know, get my, my offer in front yeah. of the right people. Right. Because yeah. there's really only two other ways. You're either going to do it organically or you're going to pay for it. That's it. Point blank period. <laughs> All right. Yeah. You're going to either do it the slow way, which is organically, or you're going to put your money where your mouth is and you're going to pay for it. Yeah. But the third option, which I believe is, you know, still free just like organic, but faster than organic because you're being able to do it through relationships. So Mm. even me here being on this podcast, I get to come, I get to give value, but I also know that my message is going to be continued to spread and I don't have to lift a finger because this is Leah's podcast, not mine. That's the power of my BOPA method, which stands for borrowing other people's audiences. So that's the strategy. And then last but not least, this is where we're going to (laughs) preach. So last but not least is the systems, right? So um, back in 2020, about four weeks after the pandemic hit, um, I woke up not being able to see, okay? Mm. And my husband had to, you know, take me to the emergency room and wait outside because no one could come in the hospital. We're in a pandemic. Um, And within 24 hours, I was on my first chemotherapy you know, session wow. because I was diagnosed with cancer during the pandemic, right? Wow. And so I couldn't do any more. I couldn't take any clients. I couldn't do any calls. I couldn't do my live event that I usually do every year that gets me my money. <laughs> mm. I couldn't do majority of the things that I was used to doing every day to grow my business and take care of my family. But here's the thing. My systems was there to work for me. So even though I did not sign not one client in 2020, we still profit $252,000. Wow. Profit because of systems. 
Yeah. Right. And so having the right systems in place is key. And that's the third phase of being able to monetize your skill set. I'm not about helping people just monetize to make a quick dollar. I'm about helping people monetize to create a legacy. Yeah. And when we talk about legacy, we're talking about making CEO decisions. Mm-hmm. So it means that we're not just doing things to do things to make a hundred dollars. We're building something that we can pass on to our children. We're building, yeah. do you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. Our, it's serious stuff. People like to avoid these type of conversations. They avoid mm-hmm. the hard work and the tedious work, but it's the very thing you need, very thing you need to see the success you desire. Absolutely. And it's and it's so funny. And, and I love that you brought all of that up because I was telling my coach the other day, you know, I've been an entrepreneur. April 1st will make six years, right? And six years ago, the 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 talk was, oh, you got this product, you got this, sell it, right? Nobody was telling you, hey, you got to lay some foundation. You got it. So a lot uh, of us, six years later, five years later, we're like, oh, shoot, I got to go back to I the drawing board <laughs> and I got to lay this thing down. And so I always love when I can connect with other women who are doing that and teaching the right way and saying, Hey, it might take you a year. It might take you two years, but lay that foundation, like get these things in place now so that when it gets the ball rolling and the momentum kicks in, you ain't got to go back, you know? Yep. I I tell people that all the time, like as coaches, I feel like if our job is not necessarily to teach exactly what we did. Our job is to teach what we did, less our mistakes. And that's the reason why we create frameworks and processes and, you know, roadmaps that, that say, look, this is the step that I took, less my mistake. So that way you can save time, you know, save some of that. You still want to have a little bit of trial and error, but you'll get less trial and error by following this proven process. And that's my process. You know, I didn't have stuff in place. I was the person that grew a huge audience and was broke. I was yeah. the person that, right? And then now I'm the person that people with huge audiences come and be like, hey, can you help me monetize this, right? And so I, yeah. I just, you know, I build my framework to really help people, you know, not make the same mistakes that I did or I learned the hard way because I don't necessarily think they were mistakes. I think they were needed, you know, yeah. for me to be here. I don't like to say it was mistakes I just feel like I needed to take that route so I can help your route be less you know uh what's the word you know rocky yeah, rocky yeah <laughs> I give you a smoother ride you know what yeah. I mean so yeah mm-hmm. oh absolutely and I I agree because that's what I teach my clients especially those interning in the podcasting space I'm like let me just help you learn the stuff that if I knew at the start of two years ago, uh-huh. yeah, you know, hey, could that be a little further along than where <laughs> yep. it is, you know, so let me help you, you know, mm-hmm. and that's the reason why I always too say the importance of investing. Like, I think a lot of times people want things so free. And one thing that I learned and, and God revealed to me was he said, clear as day, free don't stretch, don't stretch your faith. Like, yeah, I, yeah. it I just mean- doesn't. And in the terms of investing, you know, I feel like investing is important for your growth. Yeah. But even in the terms of like sales, I always tell my clients, because a lot of them come to me because they want to get into high ticket sales. And I'm like, listen, when it comes to selling high ticket, you are not going to sell it until you buy it. That's it. Okay? <laughs> you are not going to know what a mental, what mental 
process you have to, to drop 30 grand. You understand Listen. what I'm saying? Until you actually do that. You know what I mean? And so, and, and I don't mean all at once. So nobody don't, you know, don't Listen. put pitchforks out. Sometimes 30 grand could be over your amount of years of growth. Mm. Everyone invests at different level. But I think the idea or what you're saying, Leah, is like you have to have a mindset of knowing that investing is to take you further. You absolutely. know what I mean? It's, it's a growth mindset. It's it's really that's what it is. It absolutely is, and I and I love that you say that because I tell what I say to my clients is I will never have someone invest in me and I'm not invested. That's what I'm saying. Like my coach costs me seven thousand dollars for the year. Yeah, <laughs> and I always tell my I say to like you know I would be even though I'm not the last coach that my clients may have majority I am, but not for all right. But I yeah. always say to them that I strive to be. Why? Because I'm always investing in my growth. That's it. And so that means I always have something to come back and teach you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so that's what keeps my people. Like I always said, like my retainer rate is like 98%. And I, every time I say that, people are like, what? I'm like, yeah, people just stay. They just stay because they're really growing every year. They're seeing a new side of them that are grow that's growing. You know, it's not only just making money, it's about becoming yes. who you want to be in this world. And, you know, the work that we're doing as coaches is deep work. Yes. You know, it's not just surface work, you know? Nope. And so, yeah. And and I love that because one of the things that, and I told somebody this the other day, I said, one of the things that I wish I knew six years ago was the importance of personal development in business because again six years ago the conversation wasn't oh you got to get clear you got to do that inner work because you know them abandonment issues that rejection is yeah guess what it's gonna show up in business because you're gonna be afraid to get on a sales call because you're gonna think they're gonna reject you like I wish I understood and knew that and that's what I preach now to my clients like yeah life your life is your business like there's literally no separating of the two and I think people try to do that Mm, absolutely. Um, one of my coaches, one of the first things he ever said to me is you do not have business problems. You have personal problems and it's showing up in mm. your business. All right. And it's crazy. It's true. All right. It is true. And even the other day I did a video shoot for, with my team and one of the videos I, you know, like before we went to the shoot, I wrote down like all the questions I wanted them to ask me so I could get the right content on video. And one of the questions was, what did you wish you knew before starting this journey? And it's so funny that my answer was, I wish I knew that starting this journey was going to send me to therapy. Ha, come on. <laughs> I wish I knew that it was going to be peeling back all the layers of me, that it Mm. was going to make me bare, that I was going to feel seen, that I I mean, that I was going to have to tackle all my insecurities and anxieties and, you know, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. But they say that with great power is great responsibility. And that it's like coaching is that power. Like us as coaches, we are influencing people's decisions. You're not supposed to take that lightly. Mm -mm. Because because of something you say, 
somebody could take their life. Do you guys understand that? That's yeah. how serious we are as leaders. It's serious business. And so, you know, <laughs> I and it's so I, I have to do so much work. Listen, and the funny thing was I was avoiding coaching. Like when God kept leading me towards coaching, I was like, first of all, sir, let's let's talk about it. Because I my background is therapy. I oh, went really? to school to become a marriage and family therapist. Oh, wow. 10 years in the behavioral health field. So when he kept, I was like, I'm sorry. Wait, I deal with people's issues for a living. What are we doing? Wow. And so, and that was why, because I knew that it was going to require that. There's yeah. there's some inner work that you really have to do. And, and most people don't realize that. Yeah. There Definitely. is some inner work that you have to do. And, and so I even tell, like, I'm at the point in, in my business where I'm very selective because one of my things is like, are you really ready for this work? Yeah. So, like, it's cute when you see it on social media. And I think that's the other two part too, that I always tell people that people need to see the process because social media does such a disservice by making people to think that, oh, somebody just popped up on the scene and they made six figures. No, they were trying to figure this whole thing out yeah. before they made six figures you know I shared in my master class I literally been April will make six years it wasn't until year five that I actually made my first consistent revenue in my business oh yeah same here because I knew nothing like same here. nothing I was sitting here trying to figure this thing out piecing things together doing what other people told me yep. I should be doing. I've heard so much stories of people who was like Oh, in my first year of my coaching business, I made 50 grand. And then in my second year, I made 200 this. And I'm like, listen, in year one, I made zero. In yeah, year two, yeah. I made $36. In year three, I made, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> I, you know, I mean, I was ma I was making money through doing other things like my network marketing businesses and, you know, because I have a family, obviously, but my coaching business, oh no, it was in the red for a minute. For a long time. <laughs> Robbing Peter to pay Paul's. That's why I tell me. I can tell you some stories yeah. now. Like, mm -hmm. I've done it. So, oh, this is so good. So listen, we got to get into rapid fire questions. Okay. okay, I, okay. Got, I got three questions. I always say the very first one. Very first thought is the right one. So right. first question, if your life was a movie, who would you have play you? <laughs> you did say these questions were going to be... Mm. This is hard. <laughs> this is hard. This is I, hard. You know, okay. The first the first thing that came to my mind was Candy Bird. Okay. Okay. I can see it. Candy's very, listen, she's a boss. Shout out to Candy. She's very, I love her. She's a real female boss. Okay. Candy Birds. I'm with it. All right. Number two. What's one book you've read that changed your life? Oh, The Game of Life and How to Play It. Mm, you know someone recommended that book to me the other day okay god i hear you thank you for the confirmation i'm going to read it all right last one if you can travel anywhere in the world right now where would you go trinidad yes to the islands i'm here for it i just want to be on somebody's white sandy beaches that's, that's it 
That's it. That's all. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Well, listen, I have, this was so good. Please, Thank before I you. let you go, tell my people how they can connect with you. I always love people to connect with me in my Facebook community, um, the Female Coaches Society. Uh, you could go to joinniala.com um, and come in the community. I, I can give you so many things. I can point you to so many different directions, but the community is the best place to figure out like what, what do you really need, you know? So come on and join us. It's also a great place to meet women and collab with other women. That's what we're about. The Female Coaching Society connections, collaborations, and community. Yes. Y'all definitely come hang out with us because I'm a part of that community and it's, <laughs> it's really dope. And listen, I'm on in a lot of people's communities. Very few people actually see me show up. So if I'm showing up in the community, it's a great community. And I'm not just saying that because I know her. So thank you again, Queen, thank for coming through. Thank you so through. much for having me. Hey, 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 welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. It's Thriving Nuggets time, y'all. But before we get into it, let me just say shout out to the queen, Nyla Throat, for coming through the Hey Queen Thrive season three, y'all. We appreciate you, sis. Thank you for saying yes. Thank you for all that you're doing to help coaches level up. Thank you, thank you, thank you for teaching us how to market our message so we are getting paid, y'all. Make sure y'all are connecting with this queen. Follow her on social media. Stay connected. Join her Facebook community. Listen, you do not, do not, do not want to miss out on uh, what it is that she's doing. And so thank you once again, Queen. I appreciate you for coming through the Hey Queen Thriving Season 3. So y'all, let's just get into Thriving Nuggets, y'all. So I got some tips on how you can improve your messaging. So I got seven, seven tips on how you can improve your messaging. So let's get into it. The first thing is, and I, I will scream this to the mountaintops. Know your audience. So one of the things when I first got into the coaching space, y'all, and y'all probably know this if you've been following me for a long time. If not, this is the first time you're hearing it. When I first got into the coaching space, right, I started off as a book writing coach, right? I did that because the at the time, I was pretty much only known as an author, right? So I was constantly putting out new books. And so people would come to me to help them write and publish their book. So I started off as a book writing coach. From there, I started doing clarity coaching. I started doing clarity coaching as a form of personal development um, because people were coming to me and they were in need of some type of personal development, some type of guidance. So I started doing some clarity coaching, basically taking my mental health uh, therapist hat and using it to ask all the right questions, right? And then from clarity coaching, I became what I coined at the time, audience attraction coach. So I was big on teaching individuals about uh, who their target audience was, right? Because a lot of times what I have found was that I had people that um, didn't, weren't real specific about who their people were, right? So they would say stuff to me, like if I would ask who's your target audience for your book, for example, um, they would say women. And I'm like, okay, well, what kind of woman? Is she a black woman? Is she a white woman? Is she a is she an Asian woman? Is she a single mom? Is she married? Is she widow? Does she is she 35? Is she 50? Is she is she 10? Like I would start to ask them the deep dive, right? And they couldn't answer those questions, right? And that is when I realized that audience attraction and visibility, which is what I teach now, all of that goes hand in hand because the thing is how you talk, and this is my rule of thumb, and this is what I teach my clients. How I talk to my 
five-year-old niece is way different than how I talk to my 75-year-old grandmother, right? So that's why knowing your audience is so important because when you know your audience, you know their language. You know what words to say. You know what words to write in your, your message and your copy, all of that that's going to attract them. So first thing to improve in that message, know your audience. Who are your people? Like know them, know them, okay? Number two, which goes with number one, you got to understand their pain points. You got to understand their pain points. Like what is aggravating them? What are they frustrated with? What are they being challenged with? What are they struggling with, right? Like when I started out six years ago as an entrepreneur, one of the, the thing that was being taught at the time was you got this product, sell it. That was the thing that was being taught at the time, right? Nobody was teaching what I teach my clients now, which is that personal development and that business development, right? And nobody was teaching the understanding of pain points, right? Because again, we people buy for one or two things. They either have a problem that they're looking to solve, right? So they got a burden that they want removed or they are seeking fulfillment and some type of pleasure. That is the reasons why people purchase stuff. Either I know I can't, I got this damn problem <laughs> that I need to find a solution to, <clears throat> or I am in need of some type of fulfillment and pleasure. That is the reason why people buy, right? So understanding pain points, understanding the things that your ideal client, your audience is struggling with is going to help you to improve your messaging because again, you're going to be utilizing those pain points in your messaging to attract them so that it's almost like you ever watch an infomercial and the words that you hear on that infomercial is almost like that person been reading your mind. Like that's the same way you want to do with your, your ideal client. You want them to see your ad copy or your social media posts or your content. And you want them to be like, Yo, why is she talking about me? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's what you want. You want her, you want them to react that way. Like, you really read in my mind right now. So that is why understanding their pain points is important. Number three, and I cannot stress number three enough. You got to be clear and concise with your messaging. Like, stop trying to use all these big words and this jargon that you don't even know how to pronounce. Like, stop. Like one of the things that I will tell you that my clients always say that they love about working with me is that I can take the most complex thing and make it so simple. Like I'm talking about down to like second grade level comprehension. <laughs> like my nieces and nephews can understand the shit that I teach. Seriously. And I do that because people, one of the things that I know about my, my audience and my clients is that they do not, they cannot handle complex information. They are the type of people that need things simplified. <laughs> like that is that is the thing that I know to be true about them. It's been tested and tried way too many times. So when I'm creating anything, whether it's my coaching program, when I created my course, anything, I understood them enough to know that I needed to make sure that everything that I was putting out was clear and concise and simple. That's the same thing when it comes to your business and your messaging. It's got to be clear and concise and simple. If you're, And the one thing that I would tell you to do is, which leads me to number four, is test it. Test your message. Like if, if you are putting out, so for example, when I would promote anything about visibility, right? I found that I had less people that were attracted to the word visibility, right? So then 
what I started to do was I started going to my target audience and I would and I would ask them, hey, what is what do you think of when you think of the word visibility? And let them tell me some of the words that they think of. So instead of me walking around saying increase your visibility, I then started saying get seen. It's the same thing, right? Get seen, visibility, same thing, right? But my people were not resonating with the word visibility. So when I started using words like get seen, right? Instead of saying um, make money, right? And I asked them, what are some other words that resonates with you when you think of making money? And they started saying things like get paid, right? Then my messaging shift from get seen and get paid. It's the same thing. I'm still, te- I'm still teaching you how to make money. I'm just tweaking the language because what I was using was not resonating with my people. And when I tell you, when I made that simple tweak and I tested the message, I had more people jumping on my masterclass sign up and all that stuff that I was doing, right? Because I had changed the words to get seen and get paid. <laughs> simple versus increase your visibility and make money. Because for a lot of people, they're like, what the hell is visibility? I don't know what that is. So why would I increase it? Right? But get seen has a different feel to it. Oh, oh, you're going to teach me how to show up. Ah, I got it. See what I'm saying? So you want to test your message. It leads me to number five. Know your unique, your unique selling proposition. So what am I talking about? That is a fancy word for what makes you unique. How are you going to stand out amongst all the other people that are doing what it is that you do? Like how? How how are you, how are you going to how are you going to stand out? So that is the other thing that I had to learn was that I had to learn that um one of the things is you need to know your unique selling proposition. You need to know the thing that is going to help you sell stand out amongst your competitors, amongst other people that are doing what it is that you're doing, right? So that's the other thing. Which leads me to number six, be consistent with your messaging. (laughs) Be consistent with your messaging. And the reason why you want to be consistent with your messaging is because you want to make sure that people can um, connect the two, right? So it's almost like you want to help your people connect the dots in in a way, right? Like when they hear certain words, when they see certain colors, when they see certain things, they can easily associate you with that, right? That is why you want to be consistent. That's why literally everything that I say put on in my messaging and my copy, I'm always saying profitable podcast, a profitable podcast, a profitable podcast, a profitable podcast. Why? Because that's my brand, profitable podcaster, right? So you want to make sure that you're consistent with your messaging. And the last tip that I have for you guys in, on, in order to improve your messaging is know your brand's tone of voice. Know the tone of voice, how you come across. And this is so important because in the world we live in right now where AI is the new thing and people are doing like chat GBT and all of those, all of those things, which are great ways to help you build and get content done quickly. I'm not sitting here saying it's not, but you want to make sure that while you're utilizing those types of tools for AI, that you're also changing the wording or changing or tweaking the wording so it is matching your brand's tone of voice, 
right? Like if your brand is a very melancholy kind of monotone tone of voice, you want to make sure it sounds like that in even in your copy, right? So know your brand's tone of voice and how you want it to come across and how you want it to resonate with your people, okay? So that's the seven tips I got on how to improve your message. Again, shout out to you, Nyla. Thank you for coming through the Hey Queen Thrive Season 3 to teach us how to market that message so we can start getting paid. I love each and every one of you guys. Tune in again next week. Listen, Season 3 is almost over, y'all. Tune in again next week for another Power Pack episode with another Power Pack guest. I love each and every one of you. Until next time, take care of yourself, and I'll talk with you soon. Peace. Hey, 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 what's up, y'all? It's your girl, Leah and Forney. Listen, calling all boss women entrepreneurs. Listen, if you're tuning in right now, I need you to stop what you're doing and pay attention. Because let me tell you something. Your girl is here with a personal invitation for you to come join her over at Pitch Like a Boss. Listen, Pitch Like a Boss is the ultimate ultimate online community just for women entrepreneurs like you. And what do I mean by like you? If you desire to attract more media attention, if you desire to increase your profits, and if you desire to build your authority in your industry, then you need to come kick it with us over at Pitch Like a Boss. That's right. You can find us right on Facebook. Okay. So let me tell you real quick. Here's five reasons why you need to come kick it with us. One, you're going to gain access to industry-leading experts such as myself. Two, you get to connect with other like-minded women that are on the same journey as you. Three, tons of resources are already in the community. I mean, we got tips, we got tricks, we got templates, we got guides. Four, it's continuous learning because every week, every Wednesday, you can catch me live doing our boss sessions where I am teaching you everything I know about attracting more media attention, increasing those profits, and building your authority in your in your industry. And then the last reason why you need to come join is support. Stop doing business alone. So listen, I need you to click the link in the show notes of this episode and go ahead and come kick it with your girl and our sisterhood over at Pitch Like a Boss on the Facebook platform. Talk to you soon. Bye.